Welcome to another podcast with Heroes of Cancer. Well, Anna Maria, it's great to have you with us here today. You're currently working in the education consulting field, helping some of the brightest minds gain opportunities to study in places like America and places where they can learn to find further opportunities to grow into the people that they envision themselves to be. When I first met you, I think the first thing that struck me was your positive aura. And I think this stems from a lot of different practices that you are very dedicated to. And when I found out more about that, I was in complete awe. And I think today would be a perfect opportunity for everyone to find out what these techniques are and how they can help them go through anything that they face in life and how they can come out stronger and stronger through the ups and the downs of life. So I would love to ask you today about your story, what you went through and how you so practically approached every single step along the journey. Okay, so it is quite funny because it started all with a thought and I later on identified as being my intuition because I didn't really have some symptoms a part of the premenstrual syndrome that everyone has and you know the, those normal regular pains like abdominal pain so the only thing that I had with me was a thought that was keep on hunting me and that was like you have cancer you have cancer it was keep on popping up popping it up to my mind to a level that I just started believing that I have cancer and I started verbalizing the fact that I have cancer and I went to my father and the first thing he said you're crazy and later on I went again to him and I said I I really I have cancer you're paranoid what happened to you who brainwashed you mm-hmm. they said I don't know I just feel there is something wrong with me I don't know how to explain Unfortunately for myself, I uh, disregarded this at that time and I listened to my father who for sure in his goodwill told me that I'm paranoid and I shouldn't be worried because nothing is wrong with me. I went to a checkup in my country and they really didn't identify anything at that time. They just said that I have a PID and that was all. And then I came here to Dubai. I was working and these thoughts persisted, persisted, persisted. So then I eventually went to the hospital and then my doctor, a great, great uh, person, told me that yes, I have a scene one and I need to go through the surgery. And he is a very palliative person. So he avoided me having uh, a lot of antibiotics or other aggressive treatments. For sure, it was not necessary in my case to go through chemo, but for a 24 years old, girl might be very frightening and it was frightening and I've been through those five stages of you know denial and all the, the despair that everyone goes through and for sure I've been spending a lot of nights and days sleepless nights insomnia lack of appetite and the, the most dramatic and the most morbid thoughts went through my mind I'm going to die when I'm going to die where I'm going to die and yeah. I think everyone that has been in my place has felt and thought of so luckily I, I was already in the circle of mindful living and I was practicing a little bit of NLP and finalizing my studies in social work uh, having a little bit of psychiatry, psychoanalysis and psychology background and it helped me to understand that I'm overreacting and I'm overthinking and there must be a solution for my situation. So that is the moment where 
through NLP, I stopped my mind. I started selecting my thoughts, started being more collective and more calm and trying to set up a plan and write it all down. Whatever I'm saying right now, yeah. it's not something that happened in one month. Mm-hmm. It happened in years, mm-hmm. it, almost one year. I've started by being very aware and focusing on the thoughts that I had and not allowing any, to any negative thought to come into my mind, although it was very hard, for sure, Nutrition, very important. I changed all my habits. The things that I started eating and drinking were totally alkaline, a lot of vegetables and fruits. I became vegetarian for one year and a half. Prayers, I became more religious, more hopeful. I don't know. um, It's a long and very, very difficult journey. What about the communication aspect of it, talking to yourself, like you said you didn't think about negative thoughts, but when you first heard your diagnosis, what yeah. did you, how did you say it to yourself or to your father, like, because you've been saying it for so long to him, what did you say at this point? Great question actually. The first thing that my father told me is that everything is in my mind and I can heal myself with the power of my thoughts. And the more I repeat something, the more it's going to happen, in his simple words. And my mother, who suffered anxiety crisis when she was young, she told me, I healed myself with self-suggestion, auto-suggestion. So no matter what you suggest to yourself, that is what going to hap- is going to happen. So she told me that I should only think positive thoughts and I should envision myself as being healthy and keeping calm. Very, very much I've been hearing these words from people around me to keep calm and not despair and not get frightened or terrified that I might just lose my life or anything like that because the first three months were very critical for me. I was not able to settle or to accept or to realize or it was a a total hell. I've been lucky to have my doctor because he was very supportive and I believe actually that to some point he was not actually honest with me in my diagnosis because he was very positive. He was taking things so easily. He was like, it's fine, you're good, that's nothing. It's a piece of cake, everyone goes through this. It's a lot of people that have been there and you just have to eat well, rest and follow my instruction and you'll be just fine. Don't worry, don't worry, you're just... His energy and his spirit and his assurance, mm-hmm. they empowered me. And I was like, okay, if this guy says, and it's fine. And then my mother and then some friends and some colleagues and people around me and people that I approached, I started approaching that have been through this yeah. and, have impo- and have healed naturally. Then they empowered, they all empowered me. And then... I went into meditation, I went into Reiki, which is self-feeling, I went into EFT, emotional freedom technique, I went into so many activities and my life was all about how can I get myself healed. And if I can continue further, I might just talk about the things that people should do for their healing, because if I have to talk about what happened to me and how I felt about it, I think that's 
something that everyone feels. I don't think there is anyone who hasn't been in the place that I'm been. But what I did differently is quite long. It's a long list, but I would really like to enumerate all of the things that really brought me value and brought me all today in here and made me 100% cancer-free and yeah. fully healed. And I have to mention that a part of the cancer story, I have kidney surgeries as well, one when I was 13 and when I was 18. And just two weeks back, I went for a checkup because I'm planning to become a mother. So I, I made a fully like checkup all my body, kidneys, ovaries, everything, gynecology, every single part of my body was screened and scanned. So I was shocked <laughs> in a positive way to know that I'm perfectly healthy. Yeah. My yeah, kidneys are perfectly amazing. healthy. My uh, uterus is perfectly healthy. My ovaries are perfectly healthy. Even my cysts, ovarian cysts, are no longer there. And all the 2006 year, I've been repeating to myself every single day that 2017 is my healing year. Is the year where I'm going to heal myself of any negativity because yes. I want to be an alkaline environment for my baby. I want to be totally healthy, not just physically but also mentally and spiritually. So here you go. Okay. Guys, let's hear it. Boys and girls. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Okay? No matter what happens to you, no matter where you are, no matter which stage you have, no matter what kind of cancer you have, no matter what they tell you, I have few things to tell you. First and first of all, trust your intuition. Secondly, don't Google it. Don't Google it. And if you do, please, I beg, please, only look for positive things. Look for people who have healed, look for alimentation, look for retreats, look for anything that is positive, but not. don't look at symptoms. Please, avoid to look at the symptoms. Another thing, avoid listening to negative talk. Naysayers, they would come and they would say, oh my God, oh poor of you, oh I'm so sorry, oh it's okay, these things are not helpful and if you decide to share with someone, share with someone that might empower you and not put you down more than you are already, don't reject it. Don't reject it, don't hate it. I'm not using don't a lot, I should not because I'm an NLP practitioner but in this case you have to be positive and embrace it. Embrace it and think of why this cancer is in here, why, why it has come to you, what this cancer want to teach you. Cancer is not a virus or a bacteria. Cancer is a disease. This is. There is something you have thought, felt or did that have brought you in here. So. The second thing, as I mentioned before, eat healthy. Make sure that you put your body in an alkaline environment because cancerous cells can survive in that. And be mindful, don't overthink and don't create morbid scenarios. No matter what you do, just see yourself in a fairy tale story, in a Alice Wonder World, anything that Stimulate your creativity and your fantasies, but not something where you see yourself dead or in the hospital or anything like that. It's not helpful and it's not going to happen. You are going to get through it. Always imagine yourself 
completely healed, full of energy, admired by everyone and seen as a hero because you are a hero and what has come to you has just come to teach you a lesson and take you to the next step in your evolution. It's not the punishment, it's just a test. We always have to go through tests, in, even in the physical exercises that we perform when we have our sports exams we have to suffer a lot and it's painful and it's annoying but we have to go through that so take even that pain as a, an empowerment if you are not very 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 religious well you might have to reconsider it no matter what is your religion or whatever you believe in just remember that faith it's one of the things that keep us alive. It's a very, very basic, basic, basic instrument that is pushing us forward. And don't worry. Worrying is the best friend between commas that you can have. And I do recommend you to read a book of Dale Carnegie. It's called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. You might be surprised to see talking cases in there of people that have really gone through it and not only have a positive attitude, go inside yourself, inside your mind and see what's wrong. What are the strong emotions that you have suffered and have led you to this? You might be interested to read about the new German medicine has, has been proved that cancer are related to destructive emotions or traumas. And then put goals. Goals help us and we put goals for every stupid thing in this life as having, I don't know what car, I'm not very good with cars, probably a Ferrari. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone wants to have the six packs and all stuff, but you can also put goals for your health, how healthy you want to be and when you want to be healthy because it's everything in your mind. Remember, I repeat it, everything is in your mind. So put goals, but don't put them after 10 years when you're already dead. Put them now in the next three or six months. Stick them somewhere where you can every day see them, somewhere next to your bed, on the wall, in the mirror, in the bathroom, everything that might work for you. Visualize it and imagine it. It helps in healing. Write a journal, but please don't write a journal about the past and whatever you did, felt or thought yesterday. Write a journal about the future. Write a journal about how you see yourself after one week, after one month, after one year. Do you want to have kids? Do you have do you want to have a husband? Do you want to have a vacation house? Do you have the you want to have the dream job? You want to have something that you didn't obtain or achieve till now, a diploma, a degree, a vacation. Write it down. But don't just write I want a vacation to I don't know Maldives. <laughs> Maldives. Yeah, good. Thank you. Help me. <laughs> But just write details. Ah, you want a trip to Maldives, write details about that. From the moment you book your ticket, your excitement that you have while you do that, the, the moment when you walk in the airport, when you reach there, when you land, the temperature, the air, the people, the background, the, the flowers, the sea, whatever it might surround you, read and write everything. Put it down and then read it. The more you read it, the more you convert it into your reality. And to just let you know, uh, when I've been through this, I started writing this journal and I started writing episodes of my life in the future and 
the way I wished to envision myself and the way I wanted to become and here I am, I am someone who's practicing mindfulness, I am someone who's talking right now for maybe hundreds, thousands or hundreds of thousands of people and inspiring them, that's what I wanted, to go through this, to survive and to inspire others to do the same. The main thing that you have to stay with is that your thoughts are your masters, unless you become the master of your thoughts and the thoughts have the power to heal. So make use of them, be wise, and just be here and now. Be here and now, in the present moment. Not in the past, regretting, not in the future, worrying. Just be here. Don't judge it, just embrace it. And think again of why it's here and what you have to learn. And that is going to take you to the next level in your life, which might be enlightenment. Enlightenment, why not? So, be strong. That's all that I have to tell you. Be strong and embrace it and think of the moment you have been declared as free of cancer, as a hero, and the moment that you're going to spread the world, this world with everyone on the planet and that you will die eventually in peace maybe after 50 or 60 or 70 years and you would die in peace not of cancer well that was that was beautiful actually every word that you said every every concept that you mentioned is so powerful and i think people don't think about these things on their daily life until something or the other happens to them but i think if they start practicing just as you did before anything ever shows up uh, you're so much stronger and you're so much more of a force that can go through anything. And not just that, I mean, I think every, everybody from what I've learned from talking to a lot of really, really inspiring people, including you, is everyone seeks inner peace. And that essentially builds your core, right? And that's what you, that's what you tap into. Then you tap into that inner peace and go, you know what, like, I can do this. I've, I've trained myself. I've given myself, I guess, the investment or the time. And you've invested a lot. That's why every time I even sit with you, your energy is so inspiring and it's, it's, so, it's so blessed with the way you think because people aren't blessed enough to go through a lot and aren't blessed enough to really see the value of everything that happens to them and then make the most of that. And I think every phrase that you said was just beautiful. And for both of us, there's so much learning that people can take from everything that you've been through in your life and everything that you've learned. And this is our first step to share that information and I hope everyone can really take bits of that and start applying that to their life so they can see exactly what you've seen and start envisioning that life that they want to envision. And I'm so happy that we finally got to meet today and that you took our time and we all took our time today to meditate and to discuss what actually adds value to life. I'm very glad you mentioned that and probably to close it we have to mention the fact that we we live in a very crazy society in a very crowded society and fortunately media and yeah mostly media media doesn't really help with that because we are following this entertainment which is sick it's not educational entertainment mm-hmm. and secondly even in the, in the work environment if you look at look at interviews Everyone has job interviews, right? Mm-hmm. 
What do you find in all the job descriptions? You must be resistant to stress. Mm. You must be resistant to stress. But life is not about stress. Yeah. And work is not about stress. Work is about loving what you do. Yeah. And everyone could love their jobs, even if they don't love them, if their managers or their HRs would be smart enough to suggest that to their employees. Mm. and have exercises and invest in them and have trainings and I guess that's one of the reasons why why here people are not healthy mm. physically and mentally even though they look well and they have those six packs that yeah. doesn't mean that inner, they're, they're very strong they, these people collapse at any moment you see them having heart attacks and you, you see them having diabetes, uh, diabetes or, yeah. or stuff like that so it's very important to brainwash ourselves mm. and just empty our mind of everything we think we know and get a little bit into that spiritual mood because although a lot of people might find it funny and make fun of it mm. actually it's something that really really bring us back to um, like with the fit on the earth because we have really degenerated from the, what life means the meaning of the life and that that is again going back to the society we're living in a very very crowded society and Please, uh, you, you, you must, you must, you must separate yourself from the rest of this society. Not isolate yourself yeah. from this society. Be in it. Live in it. Mm. However, just always be mindful and always be present and always be self-aware. Have mm. that self-consciousness and uh, judgment, but in the sense of judging people, but judgment over the situation and be objective. And then your life must be beautiful. Yeah. And I could see there is a lot of beauty in your life and we're really happy that today you could share that with us. Keep keep going and keep sharing your positivity. There's a lot to share and I think everyone can take something from that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Peace and love everyone. Well, that brings us to the end of another Heroes of Cancer podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode where we bring you more insights into the lives of our community's heroes. If you would like to be featured in our podcast or simply want to learn more about us, reach out via email mentioned in our bio or through Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We would love to hear from you and wish you a beautiful day ahead filled with happiness.